0: NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, unlock geo-blocked content. Maybe you missed the WWE network. Maybe you want that AEW+. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that, and you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well. Just in case you don't like it for any reason, it works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Your info is at risk but you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers, so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful here with your name, you know. One of the breakout stars of the past year. We've got Cora Jade. She's in action. NXT Halloween Havoc. On Peacock, October twenty second. Core, how you doing?
2: Hi, I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm, I'm doing awesome. I'm so fascinated by your career path. Given you're, you're so young, but you've already done so much. You had appearances in Impact and AEW before you popped up on on WWE and signed there. Like, is it tough sometimes to come to grips with the fact that you you're so young doing all this? Because I know this was a dream of yours from from the time you were a child.
2: Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Sometimes I feel like I have to kind of pull myself out of it and like kind of realize what I'm doing because I feel like it all moves so fast. And I'm a very, I'm a very stressed person because I want everything to be like, I'm a perfectionist and I want everything to be perfect. So sometimes you got to step, I got to step back and be like, this is really cool. Like, I literally, this is, I'm doing everything I dreamed of when I was eight years old. Like I literally like played this out in my head and it's unfolding in front of me. So I'm very lucky and very, very grateful, but it is crazy sometimes to step back and be like, this is actually happening.
0: And, And you mentioned like when you were eight years old, you've mentioned AJ Lee in promos in the past before when you were about that age, there was a woman as an integral main figure of WWE raw every single week. I mean, when you saw that. Was that like a motivating point? What what was it that made you go, this is going to – I'm going to be a wrestler. There's no way it's going to be anything else.
2: Yeah, so, you know, when I first started watching, I was like eight years old. I was in like 2009-ish. Um, I kind of look at Undertaker and Shawn Michaels' WrestleMania 25 match as like the match that kind of got me into wrestling. Um, and at that time, like I would go back and watch old, old – women's matches just because I was so obsessed with it I would just be on my parents computer looking up old stuff but at that time the the women didn't get a lot of time and even as like a young kid I noticed that and I noticed that there weren't there were a lot of differences in the women versus how the men were presented and even just as a young kid I knew I wanted to be here but I wanted to be a pro wrestler and I wanted to have matches like the guys got to have and I wanted to you know do all the things that they got to do I didn't want to do you know all these brown panty matches and stuff that I was seeing as a kid. And even then I knew like, I wanted to be so much more than that. So then seeing somebody like AJ Lee come in and even Paige and women like that, everyone who came after her. But I think she was kind of, you know, the first one that I saw as a kid, she had all this merch, like she was like kind of the first woman to have all this merch and none of the other women really kind of got to have that at the time. And I feel like she was kind of the first person to kind of start, making everybody see like women can do all, all this exact same stuff. They can make the same sales and merch. They can do all this stuff. So to see her do that, she just instantly became my favorite. Like, I feel like she was so relatable and I saw so much of myself in her. Like she was a fan as well. And I just feel like we had a lot of similarities. So to see her do all this kind of made me be like, oh, I can do all this too. And like, I remember there was an interview I saw of her. She maybe it was Slammy's even that she said that she hopes what she leaves is for the women who come after her. And that kind of always stuck in my head because I feel like now I'm kind of trying to be in that position myself. And hopefully, you know, a few years from now, there's someone who was me as a kid watching AJ who, you know, I kind of helped as well. So I feel like that's definitely a goal of mine to kind of be the AJ for other girls as she was to me.
0: That's incredible. And you had mentioned Shawn Michaels earlier. Obviously, he's, he's sort of running the ship in, in NXT. So he's been a part of some major moments, major turns. When you're out there and you're setting up this, this great program with Roxanne and you guys have had this, this breakout feud, like what kind of advice does he give you as a guy who has been in those shoes uh, so many times?
2: You know, that's another thing that's kind of crazy. Cause like I said, his match with Thundertaker was like one of the first ones I like, considered like what got me into wrestling. So he was always a favorite of mine. Um, I think he's one of the greatest of all time, obviously. So to be such a fan of him growing up and now I walk into work every Tuesday and he's my boss. It's the craziest thing. I feel like I still walk into work and I'm like, Oh my God, that's Shawn Michaels, but he's great. Like, especially when I was, you know, a baby face and, because kind of when I was on the indies, I was a heel for my whole, you know, indie career pretty much. So working as a babyface indie when I first came in was kind of a challenge for me, and I kind of had to, you know, figure out how to do it because I, even though I got here, I had only really been wrestling for two years before that, so it was a big transition. So working on that kind of stuff, he's the greatest of all time, and all those aspects of selling and all that kind of stuff. So I remember when I was kind of struggling with the beginning of that process, he was very helpful. Just, you know, and he'll tell me what matches to watch. Like he'll make analogies that just make sense that like click in your head. It's like, he's just a, a wrestling genius. So to be able to work with him is incredible. And you came
0: in at such an interesting time in NXT, like the period that you have been there went from the previous iteration to you even work in a few 205 matches to being like, Oh, well now it's 2.0 and then now it's more of a neutral thing. How has that transition been for you and what were your feelings when when the switch did happen to 2.0 and then maybe more of a neutral thing under under this newer WWE regime?
2: Yeah, it's been it's been a lot. I can I think I came in like right towards the end of Black and Gold, like my first my debut match was the Dusty Classic in 2021. 20, so, coming up on 2 years. Um obviously I watched NXT Black and Gold I was an extra for like the survivor series weekend for like four days when NXT was a part of it. So that was crazy to go from that to being in the dusty classic in black and gold. And I wrestled only a few matches in, in that period of time, but then kind of when it switched over to 2.0, I felt like it's obviously, I feel like change is always, you kind of wonder like what's going to happen when, when things change and everyone has their opinion, but I felt at the time it was, a chance for me to to grow and maybe get more opportunities that maybe I wouldn't have had if, you know, it was still how it was. I think um, 2.0 really opened up a lot of opportunities for younger people like myself. Um, and I think it really, that change is kind of really what helped me be able to grow and like have all these opportunities. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, but now, yeah, like you said, we're moving in a bit of a different, more neutral direction and I don't know what the future holds, but um, I feel like WWE is a very exciting place right now. So I can only imagine that it's only up from here and I can't wait to see what, what this next era is and Generation of Jade will still be going strong no matter what.
0: Uh, now, one of one of the beauties of especially women's wrestling, when you're on the indies like you were, you have the opportunity to work people who are experienced, like like a Kylie Ray or an ODB, very early on. But in NXT, you've also had that opportunity because Natalia came in. You did a couple matches with her. What do you learn working with a person like Natalia who has who has been there since probably since around the time you started watching? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelpcom slash Fightful.
1: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then Maryland only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800 gambler in partnership with MGM national Harbor promotional, not available in Washington, DC
0: and never really let up.
2: Yeah, it's really crazy, especially because I remember Natalia was the very first um, like women's wrestler that I Decided was my favorite. Like, that's awesome. I loved, you know, the pink and black hair and all like her look. And she was just like, she was my favorite at the time. This was before like AJ Lee kind of came in NXT and stuff. So, my first initial like kind of female role model, I guess, in wrestling was Natalia. So, I remember like going that that was a real story when I went to a house show and she pointed at me in the crowd. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So, then to be able to work with her is. To this day, I think is my favorite match I've ever had. And just because it was so much fun, obviously, to be able to work with somebody I looked up to, but I think I grew so much as a wrestler, as a performer in so many ways. Not only in the ring, but just hearing, you know, her her brain and how how she thinks about things and why you do don't think.
0: So uh, you mentioned that was one of your favorite matches you've been involved in some pretty wild matches too like uh death matches, war games I've been in a GCW cluster match those are a mess too. What is the <laughs> wildest match that you've ever been a part of that left you with like a memory going either maybe either reaffirmed yeah, this is what I should be doing or is this what I should be doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've done I've had I've done some wild things in my kind of short career. Like you mentioned ODB. She was like my 11th match. Like yeah. I was so, and I watched her like in TNA growing up because I was just a huge wrestling fan. And so to have that match with her as my 11th match was crazy. But I think like the craziest match was probably my death match with Jimmy Lloyd. Sure. And that was like two months before my tryout. But I kind of always had like a bucket list thing if I wanted to do a deathmatch. Just I just wanted to do it once to kind of just get it off my bucket list because I grew up a huge fan of like John Moxley before WWE. Of course. When he was like doing the deathmatch stuff on the indies, I had like the John Moxley Five disc set, so I was kind of <laughs> and I was a huge Shield fan, so like I always just wanted to like do that because I had had in the back of my mind I was like just want to do it once and I'll never have to do it again um and I did it and it was definitely a crazy experience um doing with Jimmy Lloyd he's done a million of them um it was it was fun it was crazy um afterwards I felt like I got hit by a truck and I was like I absolutely never want to do this again but I can say that I did it and I got it out of the way and I have it you know, and now I have a scarred up elbow for the rest of my life to remind me. Um, but yeah, it was, gr- it was great. I'm glad I did it, but I would have never done it again.
0: <laughs> I love seeing that all these performers that are still actively in their primes, like the members of the shield, they're on top of the industry right now. And they've motivated so many people like that, that we are seeing on TV right now. And these guys are still in the prime of their careers, which is, which is pretty, pretty incredible. I also mentioned that war games match. Like what, How do you get into the mentality of like, hey, I'm going into this match. There haven't been a lot of women that have ever even done that match. uh, And and you're one of the handful right now.
2: Yeah, I obviously watched um, NXT as a fan and seeing the previous War Games matches. I always knew I wanted to be a part of it. Um, And like I said, I was an extra in 2019 when they did it in Chicago. Um, So that was crazy to just see it and knew I wanted to be there and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, war games was nuts. I I went into it very nervous, but like you said, I was one of the few women to actually do it. So I knew going into it that I had to make it memorable. And if I never got to do it again, at least I did it this once. And I knew as soon as I found out I was in war games, I was like, I'm going off the cage because like I I feel like I just have like maybe it's because I'm young and I'm just like, Yeah, I'll do it all. But um, like, you know, I did the deathmatch and I just love I love hardcore stuff like that, hardcore wrestling, all that kind of stuff. So I knew I had to make a moment out of it and I wanted to be remembered and I wanted, you know, I feel like I think about there's there's moments I look back to in wrestling that like are my favorite moments. And like I have that's another thing where I say like I kind of have to step back and like take myself out of it and like think about I want to do this, and it's going to be a moment, and it's going to be a moment that hopefully is—it's going to be there forever, and hopefully one day, like it's somebody's favorite moment, you know, when they're talking. Like I remember when Cora Jade did that in War Games, and like I just wanted to have a moment that will be in history and will be mine forever, you know.
0: Well, I think uh, you and Roxanne are going to live in history. How how does it feel to be in the ring with somebody who is similar to you in so many ways, but also different because? similar in age. You guys worked together years ago, but I mean, a year ago, this girl at 19 was losing her job as world champion. And now here you all are as a featured match on a WWE pay-per-view. I mean, that's, that's gotta feel really good for, for both of you, even given the the circumstances surrounding the split and all that.
2: Yeah, obviously Roxanne and I have, have our differences now, but the reason we even became friends to begin with was because we had such a similar story and we were so you know close in age and we just like she has I feel the same passion as I do for this and it just shows and I feel like that's why we connected in so many different ways so to be able to you know she I came in before her but we were still like really close friends we would text all the time and like when we became tag champs it was funny we kind of went back in our messages with each other and it was like we like manifested this together. Like we were like, we're going to, we're going to be tag champs. We're going to do all this together. Like we're going to, one day we'll be like the next Sasha and Bailey. And like, we had this dream to do together and like, we set it out in our heads and now it's kind of unfolding in front of us. So it's, it's just crazy. Like, so she. She's great. As we wrap
0: up, bored. like when that unfortunate, you know, incident happened last year, ROH shuts down. She's on the free on the free agent market. Were you like, hell yeah, let's get her in here?
2: I texted her that day. Oh wow. I texted her that day and we just started talking. Oh, and to our luck, our what we planned in our head even years ago, like before before I even got here, you know, we would we talked about this. And so that day I was like, time to make our time to make our plan come come to life and then luckily you know i was at her tryout i helped at her tryout and i think it was in like december or something like that um i was there helping her at her tryout because i wanted her there so bad it's like please let me help at this tryout like she's coming she's mine she's my partner she's coming and so it was great to to be there and like see her just she's she was great
0: well now you're about to give her that help on saturday october 22nd nxt halloween havoc check it out on peacock cora jade versus roxanne press cora i want to thank you so much for taking the time
2: thank you so much for having me it was great
0: until next time guys we're out